Blog Talk Radio. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> We're tonight's entertainment. Look at my butt. Now look at my front butt. transgender rights he's posting like videos laughing about transgender women getting beaten up and shit and i'm just like i literally had to go i couldn't just sit by and let him do that so i had to explain to him and i use like racism as examples like yeah it's no different than racism and of course he got upset at the racism you know me showing him the comparison so he reported me saying i'm a racist by showing him by example his bigotry so that's so I got thirty days, <laughs> which Facebook is fucked because yeah you you could you can yeah. say anything you know you could post all kinds of shit about trans people but the second anything racist oh my god you're evil it's like yeah it's evil but you're not doing anything about well, the fucking hate towards trans people <laughs> it's like I said before the show I would love this guy. Well, we went right on the airport. I would love this guy to made a good old school trans trans hooker on the news yeah. and let him talk <laughs> that shit. Uh, I mean, people today, it's like, it's like, okay, I can't be a racist anymore. Fine, I'll hate on gay people because of God, you know. Like, and and that's their excuse yeah. now. It's like their religion. It's it's in bad in the eyes of God. Oh, all right, yeah. I mean, it's not new. They've been doing it forever. It's just, yeah. you know, they found their way around. Their, they, they found a new outlet for their bigotry. So, and they don't get it that they're bigot. No, I'm I'm doing the Lord's work. No, you're a bigot. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, 30 days, you know, I'm back. I don't know how long till I yeah, get thrown back in. Yeah, I feel in, like... But... Uh... Yeah, we like I'm doing the Lord's work, and we was like, "Motherfucker, don't bring even motherfucker, don't bring me into this." 
Yeah. <laughs> They're not doing the Lord's work. They're just full of hate. So, whatever. And, I mean, I, if, well, I think if I get banned, I think... That's excuse. That's just what they do. Why did you raise yeah. that woman? I was doing the Lord's work. Her yeah. tempting me was against the Lord. Yeah, man. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, I love every time I hear a report about, um, you know, one of these, like, evangelical preachers, you know, gays, anti-gay, oh, we hate gays. And then, like, two months later, you read an article, they got caught in a motel room with two teenage male prostitutes with a fucking buttload of crack. You know, it's like, yeah, okay. Oh, don't forget, I'm from Tennessee. Uh, what's his name? Jerry Falwell. Remember, yeah. I'm I'm perfect in the name of the Lord. So let me get caught yeah. doing 80 down the freeway. With a hooker giving me a hand job while I'm drinking a bottle of Jack Daniels. Yeah, exactly. So I mean, it's it's just everything's ridiculous now. You know, everyone's going crazy. It's ugh. I can't wait for like. I mean, I, I want to get out of the country for personally, but whatever. I think America's and done. It's a big thing. Uh, <laughs> yes. Fred is the, the Friday the 13th guy here. Tell me, what's your opinion of the set and the whole mess that's going on that's causing the replacement disc to come out? Oh, wait, what was that? I, I missed that question. You bl- you blurted out. The Friday the 13th box set and that whole mess that's causing replacement disc to have to be sent out. Oh, yeah. I mean, mine was okay. Like, I got my, um, uh, it's, you know, Shout Factory put out the com- the, the complete set and the beautiful box set. Got came with posters and a print. It's got, you know, the supplement disc. I mean, it's an gr- awesome set. But a lot of people are reporting that they got doubles of some movie. Like, they'll get two part fives, but no part six. You know, <laughs> so it's like they they threw them together really quick and got them out as fast as they could because of the demand for it. And some people, um, the audio won't play. So far, I mean, I went through four discs already and I had no issues. So I'm crossing my fingers. I don't have any problems. And I got all my movies. So, and it's got, I mean, one of my favorite things is it has the kill that's been snuffed out of it from part two. It's not in the movie because it's from a videotape, so it's a really bad quality. But now we can finally see when Jason spears the couple making love in the bed from behind, you know, which is the same as, um, what, Twitch of the Death Nerve. It's the same type of kill. Yeah, and I was saying before, (laughs) isn't that like uh, the movie version of getting to screw the girl that you've been wanting to screw for over 20 years and she really isn't that hot? And it really isn't all that you thought it was going to be. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, a lot of the um, sex scenes and stuff got cut out, which they'll never find, because there there was a full frontal nudity scene with the girl, but she was underage when they filmed it, and they didn't know it because she lied about her age. I forgot the actress's name, but so the, they trimmed a lot of the sex out of it. Like that. That's why it's very yeah. quick. Because well, here you have an underage girl having sex in a bed, you know? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, ah. Why? <laughs> I mean, it doesn't. When uh, it first hit VHS, there was a certain number of copies out there, if you were very fucking lucky, 
Yeah, and they actually came across one of those VHSs and was able to put it in the box set. Well, the guy who uh, did, uh, was it the editor or the FX guy, had a print that he used to uh, work from, a work print to edit from. I think it was um, the editor, yeah. I don't think it was the FX guy. I think it was the editor. I'm not sure about that. I mean, I didn't read too much into it because I was just excited to get it because I forgot I even ordered it. Like, you know, I ordered it. It's one of those pre-orders. Like, I have all kinds of shit that comes in the mail. I'm like, when the fuck did I order this? Oh, like two years ago. Shit. It finally came. (laughs) Yeah. He knocked me over. Literally. I was standing there talking to him like, hey, Fred. And all of a sudden, wait, what's that behind you? Yeah, but yeah, no, but some people are reporting they're having problems. It pisses me off as a disabled person is that there's a scene in it where the disabled guy gets killed. You know why they cut that yeah. scene down? Uh, it upset um, disabled people. That he's rolling backwards down a flight of stairs. That's Mark. Mark with uh, his dick worked, but his legs didn't. So. <laughs> and it doesn't matter. It's the fact that he fell down too many stairs, and him falling down that many stairs might offend disabled people. Fuck you. Yeah. He's a disabled person, and he's eating pussy. He's sucking. Well, instead of him falling down 20 stairs, he falls down, what, 10 stairs, so it's okay. <laughs> yeah. It's still stupid. And what's sad is they yeah. still can't track down the uncut butt footage. Not uncut footage, it's alternate footage. Right. Well, part seven was the one that really got mutilated, and we'll never see, because the only really glitchy Actually, we have that, seen it, but even though we've seen it, we can't see it. Yeah, because it's really bad, glitchy VHS quality, so that that's heartbreaking. But, I mean, still, you know, we, we had it. You, if you watch the box sets, you can always go to the alternate scenes and see what the kills are like. You know, it doesn't have to be in the movie. The movie's still awesome. So, Kane yeah. Hodder still kicked ass. No, well, <laughs> yeah, that's part seven. I'll give you that. I'll give up for seven. But what's weird is I wish they would have found all the alternate footage for six because they filmed three versions of the kills. Yeah. The best yeah, way I mean, to describe yeah. it is they filmed a G, a PG, and an R. Yeah, I mean, this was the 80s. Like, it was the Reagan 80s. It was, everyone was upset. You had all these, like, you know, parent groups wanting to censor music, censor movies. Oh, we have to think of the children, you know? And yet not one child ever went out and said, I'm going to reenact the fucking kill scene from Friday 13 7. Yeah. And, you know, we were good kids. Yes, Mommy. Yes, Mr. President, yeah. Mr. Senator. We promise we won't go to the theater and watch these nasty, uncut yeah. movies. <laughs> Eight months later, we're going to the video store. Yeah. Well, my parents are cool. My parents didn't care. They were just like, good, go out, get out I of here. I know, <laughs> but yeah, that's funny. We 
just, just like, yes, we won't rent this. We promise you we won't see in the theater. Okay, let's go to the yeah. video store. Okay, man. Oh, I only got turned is, away from uh, one theater because I was underage. And that was like yeah. this big multiplex down in the Amboys. It was like an hour drive from here. And I remember I wanted to see Day of the Dead, and they were like, uh, no, you're a kid. So I came back home, and I saw it at my local theater who was just like, yeah, get in here. <laughs> they didn't yeah, give a your, shit. You I know? know, yeah. That's one thing that I feel sorry for you little kids. Us, they're like, we have the uncut friends. Uh, yeah. And then we went to theater. May we please see that? You got the money? Yeah. Get your ass in here. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and speaking of, yeah. how's the new film? Never Which one? Hike uh, in never... the Snow. I really love it. I mean, I'm a big fan of Never Hike, in, uh, never Hike Alone which came out in 2017, and I just happened on it by chance. Like, I was just, like, looking up Jason Voorhees videos, you know? And I saw Never Hike Alone. What the hell is this? So I clicked on it, and I was like, holy shit, this is fucking amazing. It's a 50, what is it? It's like 54 minutes. It's almost like a feature-length film, and it's so, like, professionally done. It's a fan film featuring a hiker who um, goes through the woods. He's like a pro hiker who, you know, tapes his... uh hikes and puts them on, um, you know, the, on, on the internet, on the web. And he happens across Camp Crystal Lake where Jason's still, you know, stomping. And it's ghost Jason at this point. Like he's been dead for so long. He's almost a ghost now. And it was just shot so well. And it had a surprise ending of Tom Matthews who played Tommy Jarvis in part six. It became such a big um, fanfare that they're tu- they turn they're turning the whole never hike you know alone and never hike uh, in the snow series into a web series kind of like what the stand was Salem's Lot you know it's going to have a beginning a middle and an end but it's do- they're doing it in parts so never hike alone is uh, never hike in the snow is the new one where it's in the winter because for some reason you know thinking of Jason Voorhees in the snow just it's so appealing and so cool. And it is like when you see Jason in the, you know, woods in the snow, it's fucking awesome looking. So, and they shoot it so professionally. I mean, it's right up there with like the old Paramount films. Matter of fact, it looks better than some of the old um, Friday the 13th. You know, Vincent DeSanti, who makes these, is a huge fan of Friday the 13th and always just wanted to make Friday the 13th films. So he, you know, he he made the Never Hike Alone. Before that, he made like um, a shorter version that never saw the light of day. And then he went back and reshot it more professionally. Like he actually got a film crew together and found a location by accident, an old abandoned camp, and filmed there. Like he had his own professional Hollywood studio. New Line. I'm sorry. What was that question? Something about Paramount? on the short Paramount or New Line? I still couldn't catch you. You're, you're blurting out. I said, who was it that fucked him with the short Paramount or New Line? I forget which one. I didn't hear anything about Paramount or uh, New Line going after Vincent. Because he puts all kinds of disclaimers. This is not, you know, they're not making a profit from it. They're not. They, which they don't. All the money goes towards the films and production of the 
they don't make any profit, which they have to always prove. So, but I mean, as far as the feeling of these, they are definitely the Paramount Jason, not the New Line Jason. So, and I mean, it's whenever someone asks me that. Yeah, nothing. (laughs) You make nothing (laughs) off this show, so (laughs) there's no royalties. Yeah. It's just done out of love. <laughs> Matter of fact, someone even said, hey, is that guy paying you to do these shows? I'm like, no, we're just talking about what we love. <laughs> pay me. He's like, oh, you be sure to yeah, get money I'll out. Pay for this off. Well, I lose money. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, you want you want to see me get paid? Buy it. <laughs> send me money. Yeah. Then. But anyway, yeah, never hike in the money. snow. Yeah. <laughs> Never hike in the snow is a lot shorter. I'm sorry? That has to be the best advice I've ever seen in a slasher. What's that? Never hike in the snow. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I mean, and it's cool because it's just people, it's, it's going on the basis of people are still wandering into Jason's territory. And, I mean, it actually shows, it has this one scene where it shows him sitting alone in his fucking little cabin with mom's head, you know, dreaming about mommy, and people wander into his fucking uh, site and, oh, got to take care of him. What the fuck are you doing here? You know? Which, there is something that's real. They, they have an undertone going with these films. Like, this is the second one, which is supposed to be three months prior to Never Hiking Alone. To Never Hike Alone. It's supposed to be in the winter, which they also bring back the sheriff from Part Six. So this really feels like How the, the fuck sequel did they bring to him back? because they're they're connecting it to Part Six. They brought back Tommy Jarvis and no, they brought I didn't back say the sheriff. Why I said how? It's kind of oh, hard he's to just come there. back he's from still... a broken fucking spine. No, the other one, Rick Cologne, the asshole. The one that says, wherever the little red duck goes, ya bang. He's back. He didn't die. Yeah, he's still alive. And there's kind of an undertone where they got the camp closed off. They have, like, like they show it in Never Hike Alone. There's chains where do not trespass. This is private land. You cannot come here. So he knows Jason's out there. He just closed it off. But people are still wandering over illegally. And the sheriff knows this, so he's trying to keep the lid on it, to keep Jason contained. And Tommy Jarvis is running around trying to enact revenge against Jason. So these are actually continuations of um, Jason Lives. So they're going off that. They, these are kind of like a mini mini series of sequels to, J, to Jason Lives, yeah. which is Vincent Di, uh, DeSanti's favorite. Well, you there that says, if you trespass, that's your ass. Yeah. <laughs> no, nah, just, you know, state property, do not cl- do not cross, you know, stuff like that. <laughs> but that's funny. I know, but yeah, no, that would be That's your ass. Yeah. <laughs> but um no, nah, so he they these are like excellent. Like and it's been when when was the last time we got a Jason film? Two thousand seven? The remake? Yeah. The new line remake was what, two thousand seven, right? It's easier to make a good Jason film. And to make a good Freddy film or a Michael Myers film, because if you've seen the fan film for Freddy and Jason, they yeah, they're like the wax yeah. tadpoles. 
Yeah, no, I mean, it, it's really hard to find the right formula, you know, especially for Freddie. you got to balance that humor and that statism, you know, and most of them go too far into the humor and make it goofy. Some of them go too far into the statism, which is why the Nightmare on Elm Street remake didn't thrill anyone because they had Freddie's sadism, but it had none of Freddy Krueger's humor. They made it too straight. And it, was, yeah. it didn't work well, because like Freddy I is funny. You, I want to know that Freddy kidnapped Nancy and her friends and tortured them. I don't want to know that he fucked them up the ass. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, we stop with the remakes. We know the history. Just give us fucking new films. Which is what Vincent's doing. He's like, all right, yeah, you know, yeah, while, while they're in court fighting over the rights of the Jason films of Friday the 13th, you know, New Line, Paramount, whatever the fuck it is, he just went it's and he's making them. the guy wrote the script to the second film. For some reason, he ended up with the rights to it. And Paramount's saying, yeah. we made the first one, we own the rights. He's like, no, I wrote the script, I got the rights. Yeah, I, I haven't even been following the court case. I just know it's been a long time since we got a Friday film, and Vincent stepped up and he's given us decent ass Friday films, which I'm a huge fan of. So I already got the DVD of the um, Never Hike Alone, and I already backed the uh, Never Hike in the Snow, which is only 26 minutes, but there's gonna be over an hour of supplements, so I'm not worried about that. It's it's a short film. It's really short because he decided. Yeah. All right, what I'm going to do is do a bunch of mini parts, and then when we're all done, it's going to be one long film. So that's what he's doing now, like you know, because be more, never. Uh, budgetary smart. Yeah, so I mean, and they totally work. And there's even like a like a short little music video called "Disappear," where it just show where it's just Jason killing a couple people at the camp. It's only like five minutes long, but it's really funny, you know. Not funny, but I mean, he, yeah. it's typical Jason. It's like really good Jason kills, which is what you get yeah. from Vincent's films. You know, he, but, he, he's upping you know it with the kills. You know what he should have been? What? Ooh, yeah. Ooh, yeah. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. <laughs> But, um, but yeah, so, yeah, that's my review. Never hike up to this Halloween, and the box set is good, but I just can't justify or afford 120 bucks. Well, I mean, you're getting what 12 films, supplements, and posters and prints. So, for me, who only has the shitty ass um, DVDs, I've been waiting for this for a decent, and I missed out on the 10 set. So I've been waiting for a decent box set. It has original artwork for some of the covers, like the original Friday the 13th poster, which is the axe in the bed, you know, and shit like that. So to me, it was worth it. What was that? If you look at the posters, it sums up why the Friday the 13th films work. They're basic, they're plain, and they show you what you're going to get. Yeah. You're just going to get kills. <laughs> it's not rocket yeah. science, you know? I mean, Which is yeah. why when people fucking start judging the Friday films, I'm like, come on, people. They're made for entertainment, you know? 
oh, I hate, I hate Jason Goes to Hell because it's stupid and it's not like the rest of them. Exactly. That's why I love it, because it's not like the rest yeah. of them. Because if you, just, you, like if you want Jason... I don't like Terrifier, but the setup is I like. Art shows up, he kills a lot of motherfuckers, then he gets killed, but then he doesn't get killed. Well, I mean, I love Terrifier. You and I will always differ on that. The perfect film yeah, for me. Yeah, but you understand it's... what I'm saying, don't you? Yeah. Oh, yeah, no, it, it, it's simple formula. Here's Art the Clown. He's killing people in gruesome fucking ways. And one of my favorite kills ever, which I don't know if you saw with the girl hanging upside down, he saws her in half. Brilliant. And he dies, but he comes back. So, which if you've seen any of the other short films from All Hallows. Art and Jason's death makes sense. Not like Michael Myers. I shot him five times. I shot him seven times. I mean, six. Yeah. Well, I mean, the thing with Michael Myers is, and this is why I didn't like Rob Zombie's versions. The thing with Michael Myers is there's always a, a hint of supernatural without him ever going into the supernatural. You know I what I'm saying? Like you never see Rob Zombie's Halloween. That's some good shit. I didn't like it. I, I, I try, and I own them. I, I actually own Rob Zombie's yeah. Halloweens. I just, but, every time I put them in, I, I, I get bored and I turn them off, and especially the sequel. To me, I'm just like, yeah, I, I can't go there. Yeah. And where really it really finished. loses me. The first half of yeah. the first film is great, good shit. But when mm-hmm. they start making the remake, it's boring, retread shit. Well, you know where it loses me is the rape scene. When they drag that mentally ill girl into the cell and they start raping her. I, that's where it usually loses me, and I don't want to see it. I'm just like, yeah, okay. And it's gratuitous. It's not yeah, like you, it's not like I spit on your grave. Have you luckily see the work print? No. That's what sets uh, Myers off. Uh, that one guy starts raping the girl, and then Myers says, "Oh, motherfucker, not on my watch." Yeah. All right. I mean, I just can't. I can't jive with this one. And plus, it's like, okay, they took Michael Myers and they made him a giant fucking WWE wrestler. You know? Yeah. I can't get into it. And I know there's fans out there that love it, and I, I never. They don't like the film. It's just not for me. So, well, like I said, I like when there were some new ideas, you know, mm-hmm. interesting ideas. But then when he starts rehashing it. Yeah. And the girls, and I, I, I couldn't Nightmare get into Elm Street the was just pervert town. Well, Nightmare on Elm Street remake was just like. All right, that's not Freddy. Like, that's not what Freddy would do. That's not how Freddy acts. It, it's Freddy's not so deadpan like that, you know? Like, oh, I'm going to kill you, yeah. you know? It didn't work. It, oh, it, it lost the humor. It lost wow. Freddy Krueger's humor. Oh, no, tone it down. Yeah, you know, tone it down. Tone it down, man. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I saw it once and was just like, meh, whatever. I mean, sometimes it's like the so-called Hellraiser reboot. 
Well, I didn't even bother. I don't. I don't want to look I, at Pinhead, uh, my first thought is, Jesus Christ, is he taking a hell of a shit? <laughs> I don't know. I didn't even bother. Like, I saw that they were yeah, that they were doing a smart. remake. I didn't I bother just, either. I just seen that poster with the Hellraiser with that constipated look on his face. Pinhead with that constipated <laughs> look on his face. Well, for me, it was just like I—I I think I, it started with. I didn't even know there was a remake till someone posted a meme saying um, "Best Value Hellraiser." You know, like the store Best Value. There's always the knockoff store. Like you can yeah. buy like um, you no, know, an action figure. The like, <laughs> yeah, Hellraiser. yeah. This is the Dollar Tree version of Hellraiser. <laughs> So yeah, I, and I saw some photos and I was like, mm, no, <laughs> I'll skip that one. And I think a friend of mine gave me his um, Nightmare on Elm Street remake disc. He's like, hey, and I'm like, oh, when do you want this back? He's like, no, you can keep it. I'm like, oh, oh, oh it must be that good. That <laughs> <laughs> uh, bro, bro, home, watched it once. It was like, mm, no. <laughs> yeah. What? And now on, on the to show. Uh, the main event. One of the most Screwed up flashers of the 80s. There's no one that watched this and watched the last five minutes ago and didn't go, what the fuck (laughs) is going on here? Yeah. Anyone who says that they see this ending coming is a lying motherfucker. (laughs) Yeah, no, it took everyone by storm. Like... And if you're if you're listening to the show and you don't know, we're we're discussing Sleepaway Camp. And if you haven't mm. seen it, turn this off now. Go watch it or watch it with us, and you'll be shocked. But we're going to do yeah, spoilers. Go so. to, uh, uh, let's see. Yeah. Amazon Prime has it. Uh, Shatter has it. And if you think that uh, Sleepaway Camp Two is better. Sleepwing Camp 2 and 3 is better than 1. Just get the fuck out. <laughs> so, now, let's go. <laughs> so, yeah, we're doing Sleepwing Camp, and it has the shock ending that any horror fan already knows what we're talking about. So, And some of the best dialogue ever. Yeah, you know, it's, this is every parent's nightmare. <laughs> oh, my God, my kids talk like that? Yes, they do. <laughs> yes, they fucking do. Didn't they say that uh, House of a Thousand Corpses have a lot of cursing in it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was pissed but, um, off when I – we'll talk about a line when we get to it. I was pissed off that I didn't think of it. What's that? Oh, okay. We'll get to it. <laughs> yeah. And we have yeah, even... the the Shout Factory Blu-ray because this is the uncut version, and we'll get into it, but it, the cuts in this movie is weird. Yeah, they cut some scenes out that made no sense. Like, it's like, why'd they trim that with everything else? It's like, we have 900 bucks, but we need to cut out that one line. Like, what? Oh, and I figured out. 
I can find it on YouTube what me and you are going to be doing for our Thanksgiving craptacular show. Uh oh. <laughs> Blood Lake. Oh, okay. It's the best movie with that. five minutes of the lead characters playing quarters in it. And Ooh. another ten minutes of water skiing. Well, that sounds like Sleepaway Camp. There's a baseball scene that goes on forever and ever. And <laughs> yeah. But I mean, the director and we're of the film, at he made the it. title screen itself. Yeah. What I mean by that is the deep Blu-ray title screen. Yeah, it'll it'll be in red. Play film. I'm right there too. Yeah. And when I say play now. You do it. And are you ready? Yep. <laughs> and here we are and going in five, four, three, two, one. Hit play now. On it. Already, fond memory of mom. If I was his mom, I'd beat the hell out of me me for dedicating this movie to me. (laughs) (laughs) I love Kevin Smith. He um, actually did a review of this movie that you really never hear people talk about, man. What? How the credits are start at the end of the movie. Well, after the movie. Yeah, no, this whole opening sequence is after the camp is closed down, after the events. And you hear the, you hear like the kids talk in the background, like almost like it's the ghost of the kids, you know? Yeah. The music is great. It's showing you that fucked up shit is going to happen without telling you. And you're just sitting there like, what? This is definitely a beautiful camp. I I, would have went here if I was a kid. Yeah. They said they were lucky to find this camp. Well, this was the camp of the um, director. He went to this camp when he was a kid. Yeah. This was the camp that he went to. So he wrote the script with this camp in mind, and he went back years later to film his movie here. Yeah. And do you know who Robert Earl Jones is? Uh, Who? James Earl Jones' father. Oh, okay. The guy who plays Ben, right? Yeah, it's James Earl Jones' dad. Nice. Well, I know he's in a shit ton of films. I know he's in Trading Places, Cotton Club, Witness, The Sting. I mean, his first film was in, like, 1939, you know? So I I did look him up. I, I didn't see James Earl Jones' father, but I did look him up on his film history. I was like, oh, shit. This guy's been acting since 1939. <laughs> oh, my I do like, God. Um, uh, I do like that um, um, Kevin Smith talked about this film the first time he saw it when he saw the ending. It was the first time he saw Chicks with Dicks, and he said he went to bed masturbating, thinking about her. <laughs> yeah. Hey, there you go. What's the elbow for? <laughs> We're already starting with the cursing. Hey, what's the elbow for, asshole? 
Yeah, no, oh, there's God, a no. lot of cursing. We already in got this. we already got softball. <laughs> yeah. Well, the whole that whole um, talking this. sequence is from yeah. the uh, the is part of the white water fight and the um, softball sequence, which went on forever. Camp Arawak. Oh, first sale. I know the water fight sequence just because uh, it has one of my favorite lines in the movie. <laughs> yeah. I know what you're talking about. <laughs> but it's, it's got one of my slasher heroes in this, and I'll show you him when his scene comes up. Because this is the scene where reminds me of you going to work. <laughs> what, this? And you know this what piece? I love about these two these two guys here? The two little kids, or? No, the two guys. They're casually gay. Oh. They don't yeah, make I mean, a big you're not deal out to, of it. And they, they don't, yeah, yeah, they don't show you that and until later in the film, but yeah. And they don't have them <laughs> acting like queens. They don't have them yeah. blossom. But this is a nasty little bit right here. Yeah. <laughs> so now <laughs> my old man's gonna get job when I get fired. So is this Camp Arawak? Like, is this like does Angela actually return years later to the same camp where her fucking brother dies? I don't think it's the same camp, but it's the same camp, if you understand. Yeah, they're across the lake from it. Well, no, it's one of those, it's like they're already at a fucking camp, so why go to another set, <laughs> you know? Right. That's okay. why they're shooting that, shooting it like this. They're trying their damnness to not show the camp. Yeah. I mean, clearly, see, there's the beach right there, and there's the bungalow on top. And I think that guy shows up later in the film, but... That's a spoiler alert. Well, yeah, I mean. Oh, never mind. They show Aunt Martha. Mention <laughs> Aunt Martha. God bless yeah. Aunt Martha. Yeah, which I mean, I'm jumping the gun here, but Aunt Martha, she's the true villain of this film, in my opinion. She's the one that really causes all the problems. I think Aunt Martha's been smoking a little bit of that uh, backwoods <laughs> weed too much. Oh, God. This is... No. Damn. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you have a boat running over a family, which is the opening of the film. So, and you see a kid from behind. And they don't show who survived. I love that. Yeah. And I've always been on the camp that uh, someone goes insane in this scene and becomes uh, Aunt Martha, but that might not work because Aunt Martha's name was already mentioned. Yeah. It's pretty bloodless, actually, the opening kill with the boat. Eight years later. There's not, so... there's not that really bloody kills in this movie. They're just nasty as shit. Yeah. Because I think that is him. They don't say, even in the commentary, if you notice, 
they don't mention that because Aunt Martha's got some manly hands. Yeah. I mean, I never inferred upon that. I just, I just know that it's her that causes all the problems. I mean, after you watch this film, she's the one that really fucks Angela up. <laughs> Pardon my French, <laughs> but she's crazy. Yeah. They even made the suggestion that she's not a real doctor. Like she says, she's a doctor in the scene, but she's not a real doctor. She's just doing it to hide. Yeah, Angela's we've already secret. got a hint that she's not who she says she is. <laughs> she almost quit on the um on this film because she said the line and the acting was so outrageous. Because she's like a professional actress, and she's like, I didn't know what the fuck the director wanted me to do. She he's like, talk louder, talk crazier. <laughs> And she didn't understand the character. Oh, I at get first. what the director is trying to do. Yeah, you we do, but she did it when she was making it, and she like she almost walked off the set, and the director had to like pull her aside and say, "No, you're you're staying. Yeah. This is what I want. I want you to overact. I want you to act crazy. I want you to be dippy. Yeah. Like, but these lines make no sense." She thought they were making some really shitty B movie that wasn't going to go anywhere, and then here we are, years later, doing fucking podcasts on it. It's one of the biggest like camp movies ever. And there's like websites and fan clubs to this, and I would yeah. kill to get one of those T-shirts. You can get them online, actually. Yeah, I, I'm. I'm. I have to get right. myself one. Yeah. I mean, there's a punk rock band, the Jasons, that actually do a, song, a love song for Angela called Camp Hour Whack. <laughs> yeah. We had good... They, this is this is really... If you're going to put this on the, on the list of slashers, this would definitely be on the A list. Oh, yeah. No, I mean, I watch this movie at least two, three times a month. I'll, I'll pop it in, just have it play in the background, you know. And whenever I do like my um, I always do a uh, marathon during um, what is that um Labor Day weekend, the end of summer, and I always play this movie as like oh camp is over. Yeah, oh, they're about to introduce one of one of the the ickiest characters in film history, <laughs> and. The poster of this. Oh, God. Oh, yeah, with the letter and the sneaker, yeah. This is one they're like, you know, I'm like, why are you dumb motherfuckers buying the box of VHSs and you're stupid and, oh, yeah, sleepaway camp. Yeah. Just that letter <laughs> on the back of it. Oh, and here's one of our favorite most quoted lines. Look at all that young <laughs> fresh chicken. Where I come from, they call him Baldy. Yeah. Makes your mouth water. Where I come from, they call him Baldy. There he it's is. Like, oh. Yeah. There he is. You're too just old. too old. <laughs> <laughs> and they just laugh it off. Like, like, like he's literally talking about having sex with children, and they just laugh it off. Like, holy shit. That's the one thing you got to love about only this movie. In, 
Only in the early fucking 80s, man. Can you get away with a pedophile character? Yeah, that's that everyone's joking about. But that's the one thing about that's great about mm. the film. You don't care. You everyone that gets killed, you're like good. <laughs> like there's there's some yeah, slasher but, films where you're like, oh man, that sucks. She died, you know. But this one, yeah. you're like good. <laughs> yeah, me and you making this in the movie. Here's us making the movie. Can we get away with it? To get away with it. Yeah. This may be one of the biggest cunts in slasher history. Who? That's why. Oh Andy... yeah. I mean, in real life, she's a sweetheart. <laughs> oh, yeah. Jesus yeah. Christ! Karen Field, yeah, that the actress that plays Judy. <laughs> yeah, Judy. Yeah, like that's. Spoiler alert! That's why uh, Angela's a boy. Yeah. <laughs> Because Judy is such a big cunt yeah. that Angela's is on her. <laughs> yeah. But well, they purposely chose um, Florissa Rose because they were looking for a girl that was flat-chested. Because girls at thirteen start to develop and whatever. But she was flat-chested. Yeah. She looked really boyish. They they made her look really boyish. Yeah. But they made her still a girl, you know? I mean, spoiler alerts, if you haven't seen this film, she's not a girl. <laughs> and that's the whole context of it. Oh, and here's what's it. funny. Like, On uh, Joe Bob's new show, uh, Last Drive-In, uh-huh. Felicia Rose is... Uh, the leader is a mangled dick meter. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> There's Meg. M. Her, I, her Meg. I don't like too. <laughs> Catherine Cammy or whatever her name is. My mom, mm. when I first saw this on VHS, my mom actually like watched a little bit of it with me. And my mom oh, pointed God. out, she's like, oh, she's in like soap operas. She's on All My Children. <laughs> and I'm like, Sorry, oh, really, Ma. Mom? Did you don't want to watch this? <laughs> and she actually, from what I read, she lost her job on All My Children because of this film. Because after this came out, they were like, yeah, we don't want you in our soap opera anymore. Why? Because Why? because back then it's a, it's a slasher, you know. I know, but still. <sighs> Wayne Towser didn't get fucking fired from the Young and the Restless for fucking uh, Vice Squad, and he beat the shit out Damn. of the room with a woman. Well, it's also Barbara Crampton was in um. I want uh, those from Reanimator. She was in a soap opera. That... You're gonna laugh at me, but I had shorts like that in the '80s, man. Really? Oh God. Yeah. Yeah, I noticed everyone in this <laughs> in this uh, show. They're all wearing panties, basically. <laughs> They're tight, tight, high shorts. Uh, this is like the height. This was 82 when they made this. <laughs> yeah. Those shorts are well, tight. Yes. You can see his religion. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm, now I'm looking right at his crotch. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
Ah. I forgot to mention, um, what's his name? Christopher Cullet, who plays uh, Paul. Yeah. Everyone knows him from the cocaine film Firstborn, where his mom hooks up with what? P- Peter Weller, is it? And he's a big cokehead yeah. <laughs> and coke dealer. Yeah. Dun, 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 I remember dun, I saw that on HBO. And Manhattan Project. So he's in those. You see and, the I mean, product they got some big in stars scene? in this. Yeah. <laughs> Did you just you see the product placement in this scene? Well, like Little Brave up there? <laughs> no, Miller Beer? Right by his hand. Miller High Life. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Piss beer, yeah. <laughs> Schlitz. This is always disturbing. The pedophile gets the little girl. <laughs> I don't know what's more disturbing. The pedophile gets the girl or that whole thing with the, with the hot water and shit because it just hurts. Yeah. What the fucking problem? <laughs> Look at that headband. Pink fucking bandana <laughs> rolled up. I actually went to school with girls like this, which is disturbing. Because this is I definitely an too. East Coast film. Yeah, I got something good for you to eat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, reviewers tried to accuse this film of being a Friday the 13th ripoff. No. Friday the 13th didn't go as far as this film. <laughs> it didn't even come close. I mean, you got a guy in front of a girl fucking taking his wang out. Oof. And uh, it's just everybody in the camp knows he's a pedophile, and they're just like, ah, whatever. Yeah, all right. Yeah, yeah. Look at Mel. Or a grocery store, huh? Look at him. He's like, yeah. I love the look he gives him, like you fucking dirty motherfucker. Yeah. This is why uh, laws are made for uh, that is hell. I had to do that once, man. That job is hell on wheels. Not dealing with the water. Peeling all that goddamn corn. Uh, husking, they call it, right? When yeah, you husk the corn. Cook's helper. Yeah, just yeah. imagine shucking about a hundred fucking years. Yeah. <laughs> this is the dirtiest kitchen I've ever seen. Fly strips filled. There's like yeah. flies in every scene. Like, like this That's place would be closed down if it was around today. Uh, the prop guy was there. And Hillzak was like, I want the biggest pot you can find. And he kept finding pots. Yeah. He's like, I want bigger. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, they had to sell the scene of him getting burned, you know. Dun, 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 dun. Hell, yeah, here's the jaws, he didn't even have the, the water on. <laughs> And I love the fact that even at the end, you know who the killer is, but you don't know who the hell the killer is. Yeah. Well, I like the fan theories where it's um that it's both of them are killers. There's two killers, not just one. Yeah. I do that like guy's that making some salt ass <clears throat> corn there. Like a whole fucking thing of, of salt. 
You fucker. <laughs> we got. Isn't that like the second motherfucker in this film so far? Oh yeah. <laughs> you little fucker. <laughs> I've seen a bootleg of this that has a lot more cursing in it. You little fuck! Goddamn mother! I never saw the bootleg. I always had like the straight studio releases. Yeah. Now this is why I love Blu-ray because on the VHS and the shitty Anchor Bay disc, you couldn't see how bad the burns were and the boils and the peeling skin. Look at that. No, this was uh, cut from uh, the DVD. This was cut for an R. The pulse. No, this was act- this actually stayed. This no, this actually stayed because I actually um I have the original DVD, and I watched it before we did. Yeah. This is still complete. They left a lot of this in. They that's why I'm saying like a lot of their cuts made no sense because I actually compared them. I have a- my Anchor Bay DVD. No, it was in the DVD. It was just darker in. Yeah, you couldn't see. Yeah, because it's such a shitty transfer, and you can see flies everywhere. That, that this creeps me out because every time I watch this, like there's a fly crawling up to his arm right there. Look at that. That's fucking gross. There's yeah. a kitchen. There's flies everywhere, and there's fly strips. There's flies all over. What's the prognosis, doctor? Yeah, he's burnt the fuck up. <laughs> yeah. This <laughs> hurt. Pain must be incredible. <laughs> what doctor talks like that? Dan, yeah, here's the, the uh, gonna open the beaches. Don't tell anyone that there's a shark out there. And look right there. Fly strip was right next to him the whole scene. Yeah. Can you imagine how, you don't understand how much fucking trouble we would get if the fucking inspectors come and seen three fly strips <laughs> <laughs> yeah, filled with flies, a fly still flying around. I mean, he just moved. Mel moved, and there's flies flying off of him. Oh, I love, like, I love this. Yeah. That makes you the head shit. Look, there's a fly in the pot. <laughs> so here we go. I got it right here. So there's one use of the word ass. There's three uses of the word bitch. There's one middle finger. One use of the word bastard, six uses of the word shit, and a couple couple times it's paired with bull, so bullshit, and there's 15 plus F-bombs. <laughs> yeah. I, I just love this whole scene. Now, we'd be in more of a condition to be quiet if we were uh, yeah. compensated. Yeah. He's basically paying them off so they don't fucking talk. He got tired of the flies flying in his face. (laughs) I remember the first time I saw this with a friend of mine, we rented it. And we were watching it, and it's just like, we just started cursing like a storm. We're just like, fuck you, fucking fuck, you fucker. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, God. All right, so this is one of the um, odd edits that they did on the Anchor Bay. 
when Mozart oh, sits up. in the face. Okay, so in this version, he sits up and his face hits the ass, and you hear a slap, and he says the 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 line, "You guys are uh, you guys are gross." In Anchor Bay's version, they cut out the sound of the ass slap, and because they cut that out, it altered the line. You guys are gross to where it doesn't match him. It comes after he says it. So why they were so upset of the ass slap sound? <laughs> that that's that's an Anchor Bay cut. That's the Anchor Bay disc. So that's cut out when it when you hear that smack. For some reason, Anchor Bay cut that sound effect out. That's from the 2000 um, DVD. That's yeah. the first no making. That doesn't make sense why they cut that out. Oh, God, so no. So, yeah, here's two hours <laughs> of baseball. <laughs> with one, Which, I mean, with and only defense, one great line in it. Yeah, it's coming up. Look the man, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I know what line you're talking about. <laughs> but the reason yeah. that he put this baseball scene in, the director, he says this is basically what summer camp is like for boys. You just play endless baseball games because they got to keep you occupied, so they just make you play baseball game after baseball game after baseball game because <laughs> the only thing that boys want to play at summer camp when he went to summer camp. So that's why this scene is so long because it's his memories of being at summer camp. I just love the fact that they're all like they're proto-metalheads. Like it's like Asia shirts, Blue Oyster Cult uh, yeah. shirts. It's like it's like these are the these are the metal heads before metal was metal, you know. <laughs> yeah. Look at the, the I just can't get over he's the shorts shitting. and the outfits. Yeah. That he's was shitting, a guy. He can't live. Yeah. <laughs> he blows dead dogs. Shit and live, Bill. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, no this. And that's the other thing the director wanted to do. He said, "This is what camp what is really fuck like." Is asshole here? Oh, Mozart playing the video game. Yeah. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> hey, he catches the ball. You know what's sad? He catches if the I went ball. to camp. Yeah. <clears throat> you know what's sad is if I would have went to camp, I would have been like Mozart. I would have been the geeky kid out. <laughs> I wouldn't have been like one of these jockheads. I'd probably be the one dropping all the F bombs. <laughs> Fuck you. There's one of the 20 fucking curses. Not the best one, though. Yeah. But yeah, no, he said this was summer camp. Endless cursing, endless baseball. <clears throat> Corvette, I guess that was like uh, the big car back then. Oh yeah, Corvette Summer. It's funny because this still yeah, the Corvette 70s. was like the it was a Corvette, uh, Camaro, Trans, Trans Am. There you go, my oh, favorite scene. Shit, the dance. 
Nah, yeah, I love the whole recall scene. <laughs> yeah, this is definitely like 70s still, you know? Like, I no, mean, they're wearing the short shorts in the 80s. that the walls are weirdly out of focus? Yeah, because of all the shit they wrote on them. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, this was a real... This was a real camp. Look at that. It's summer of 79. Like, this was a real summer yeah. camp, and this is the real graffiti kids would do on the walls. This, well, this had my favorite line there, too. Yeah. Well, I'm going to point it out when they show Angela, but there's something right behind her that I love that I caught, like, uh, in one of my recent viewings. It's in blue. I'll see if you yeah, can catch it. Yeah, they have it. a singer from New York too on one of the walls. If you look to behind, if you look right in the middle of the blind boys. <laughs> blue oyster cult. These would have been my friends in high school, sadly, because I hung out with like the metalhead kids. That would be the look I would give them. It's just that they would think I was being quiet. And if you look at those eyes, you could just tell that I was yeah. mentally <laughs> saying every curse what I can. Oh, you fuck go. yourself, you fucking <laughs> No, that's my favorite line, though, coming up. Where's your singer? I didn't say it. D.G. Allen. Is on this? Yeah, it's on one of Where's the walls. <laughs> I want that Allen hat. Around at this I time. would have worn that hat like a pimp. There it what? is. Cocaine. See, cocaine. See behind him? Cocaine, man. Yeah. <laughs> see, look, I love Gigi. it. Oh, yeah, G.G., I see it, yeah. Yeah. Why are you so fucked up, Angela? <laughs> I love that line. Yo, Angela, why are you so fucked up? up? (laughs) She plays Psycho really good. That look is. People think that look from her is. I am so. I am so delicate. And you know what look she was giving? Go die. I could fucking (laughs) kill you. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, she said that in the commentary. That every time she stares someone, she's thinking in her head, I want to kill you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Gigi's on the wall and fucking cocaine. <laughs> yeah. I want to go to this summer the, camp. The production, this is, you see, the kids didn't party there. Yeah. The crew parties there. And you know what I love <laughs> that's kind of hard to see until maybe the second or third time? What? Paul Gay. No. I mean, not really. So if we're going to get into the trans thing, I mean, he's not no, really gay. Are you talking says. about the actor Wait, in real life? Listen to what he says. It's very important, just one line. If you pay attention to her, to Judy... Every time they cut back to her, she's with a different set of guys. Like, watch. She's with these guys. And the line is, is, or is that later in the film where she says, he told me everything? Mm. 
Yeah, but he doesn't know that he's a boy, really. No, he said that literally. He told me. There she is with like two other guys that are like 40. (laughs) No, but Ricky doesn't even know that she's a boy. And Martha hid it from everyone and has been posing her as a boy the entire time. Now, the, here's there the thing. Another. This whole fucking sequence is cut from the Anchor Bay yeah. fucking blue DVD. And it's yeah. not one of my favorite bloopers of all time. This coming up here is not intended. They're really smoking pot there. They, they admitted to it that they gave him actual weed to smoke. Okay, here we go. <laughs> run, run, run. Hey, where are you? <laughs> Have we missed it already? Yes, we have. Yeah. Where the guy trips and goes ass over tea kettle and nearly busts yeah. his head open. I think the guy needed to But, yeah, that's, <laughs> that's the other Anchor Bay cut is the guys running down the pier naked. What they actually did was they cut it away, and they did, before they even ran naked, they cut it, and you hear some weird, like, cat howl. It's, it's, it makes no sense. Like, Anchor Bay – I, I don't get what they were doing with their disc. He was really stoned. That's He had trouble doing his lines. Yeah. Because he was stoned out of his fucking mind. things that I, I ever said in front of my wife. Where the yeah. fuck is his naked ass falling and busting his head open? No, no. Leave, leave, leave the girl getting a curling iron after Cooch, but, but cut out that fucking ass scene, you know? Yeah. I'd love to know the reason for their edits because it makes no sense. Uh, that was missing from, uh, like I said, for the show. That was missing. A lot of the weirder edits was just missing from the negative they had to work with. <clears throat> yeah, they were lucky to find an uncut A-roll, B-roll negative. Oh, okay. That's why well, it thank doesn't goodness they look found as it. good <laughs> as the rest of the... Yeah, that's why it doesn't look as good as the... DVD does, because if you notice, it looks a little grainier. Yeah. Like, uh, this thing right here where he's hanging onto the boat. Yeah, it's grainy as fuck. He broke his wrist in this scene, too. When the canoe tips, they had to rush him to the hospital because he broke his wrist. And they had to get these shots yeah. later. And that one guy uh, broke his... Uh... Isn't it funny that they use this scene in the fucking trailer. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. It's like they're old enough to want girls, but they're still young enough to want to play tricks and be assholes, you know? <laughs> there you go. Rub your junk. <laughs> so all these scenes where you're thinking you're seeing the killer and you don't know who it is, they're all played by the um the actor who plays Ricky. Yeah, because that's he, why that's, because that's why there's the theory that it's both of them. Yeah, oh, my hero. In fact, there's one scene. And... Oh, sorry. I was gonna say there's one Go scene ahead. where you could clearly see it's Ricky standing in, standing there before he yeah, kills a, a girl. The the, so, the cooch scene. Yeah. And you got to admit, when we're kids, we love these guys. Right here, we love these guys. 
<laughs> but, like I said, these would have been my friends in high school, you know, like the metalhead yeah. douchebags. Yeah. We have to wait here for the punchline is a joke. But when we're adults, this guy <laughs> is our fucking I hero. love this guy. <laughs> you peckerhead stuck. Peckerhead stuck. Pick up this clean that right here, Mel. <laughs> I mean, you gotta right give it here, to the guy. Man. He wrote some funny fucking shit. Pick this up. Pick it up. Right here, Mel. Fuck you, Mel. <laughs> so here's another cutscene. This was drastically cut if you had the Anchor Bay disc. When he turns it over, yeah. you don't see the snake coming out of the mouth. You only see the tail of the snake for like two seconds. Because like I said, I had this off the footage. Yeah. So that scene, I was so happy that it got found and restored. Because like I said, I had my old media VHS. And when I bought the um, Anchor Bay Blu-ray, I was like, what the fuck? Oh, look at his shirt. The... Universal body bidding, build booting, beauting. Body building squatting. Yeah, but but look at the spelling. <laughs> it's misspelled. Body booting. <laughs> B-U-I-D-I-N-G. Booting time. Booting time. <laughs> That's a dollar store shirt. Most people forget. <laughs> After the media tape went out of print, this fucking movie was not in print until yeah, no, it was gone, gone. DVD came out. Yeah. I mean, I remember like VH store, VHS stores when they were closing down, the um, video yeah. rental places, they sold off their, they, their tapes, and you couldn't find this anymore. Like whoever had the media tape, it was gone. Like I said, I got rid of my media tape after the disc came out. And then I and then I fucking hated myself because I was like, God damn it! I don't have there it. There were two versions on VHS. There was uh, the Video Treasures version. Yeah. And uh, the media. Yeah, I had the media one. I didn't have the Video Treasures, even though I knew I had a lot of other Video Treasure discs. I mean, um, tapes. Yeah. Judy. <laughs> I just love that her shirt says Judy. <laughs> this is a time of high shorts and names on shirts. <laughs> yeah. Oh, we had high water shorts. We had such high. The movie makes a lot more sense if he knew everything. And I actually liked the movie better if we knew everything. No, but see, even Ricky didn't know that she was a boy. Because Aunt Martha, who to me is the true villain of the movie, because none of these killings would happen if, if you know, it was less that if she didn't try to change the sex. Uh, yeah, but if you listen to the Anchor Bay documentary, which is not on the media because it mentions the mentioned missing footage, they say that Ricky knows. Well, I mean, there's speculation, but they never talk about it really. I don't know in the why they didn't so, it on the DVD. You know. I have no idea. I mean, 
I always go on the fact that no one knows except for Aunt Martha because Aunt Martha is such a twisted fuck that she wanted a little girl, took this little boy who just lost his fucking family, made him a little girl, yeah. and then fucking, you know, told no one. Now all of a sudden, I got a little girl. Only you in know? the early 80s could the hot girl in the movie... Uh, be, be be a member of the itty bitty titty committee. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, now every girl I know with uh, small breasts is gonna get up, either get up on my uh, messenger, or gonna call me a motherfucker. <laughs> Come up, <laughs> motherfucker, get over here! I just want to say now I don't sh- I don't share Steve's uh, views on on any of this. So. <laughs> I love all women. Oh shit, I'm bad. You're all gorgeous, so don't listen. Don't listen to Steve. Oh, don't look at me, shit, fuck Steve. There you go. See, no, yeah, I mean, we did, we did that a lot. Of, makes, we did that a lot of teams. I want to show so, I mean, you I, something. Uh, I just want to say, like him not knowing, makes more sense to me. Because he just thinks, oh, here's a pretty girl. It's, you know, Ricky's cousin. It's tragic what happened to her family. You know, so, and her, her confusion is, all right, I know I'm a boy. I'm told to be a girl. I'm supposed to like boys, you know, and it's like, but I really don't, which makes the ar- better argument for um, transgenderism. should have had in there. What is that one from the 80s? I'm a boy, I'm a man, I'm a man, I'm a man. You know? No, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know about that. But I was making my point, like, you're born a boy. Oh, See, God. Okay, so let me just, yeah. <laughs> if God is my witness, they pull that shit on me. I'd be busting somebody's head. So you see those pictures behind uh, Mozart's head on the wall? There's yeah. a cutout of a heavy metal magazine, which are now worth like thousands of dollars. <laughs> I'm a big fan of heavy metal magazine, so. <laughs> yeah. Oh, never mind. Mozart's got a fucking knife. He's got a big fucking knife. Well, they tried to set up a lot of red herrings, which, I mean, they didn't actually work because you never think Mozart was a killer. I don't know, but I do agree with him. I, I, I want to put out a big fucking knife that big. If they pull some <laughs> shit on me like that, I, there would be repercussions, but pulling out a goddamn mini sword. <laughs> Lover boy. I'm still digging all the, uh, like, the door shirt, you know, (laughs) all the metal heads. Yeah, this is, this is one of the few movies that actually do take in that weird 70s slash 80s period. Yeah. Because this movie the 70s. (laughs) For all you younglings out there who don't know Burt Reynolds was, he was like a big actor in the day <laughs> that all women looked up to, <laughs> that like that had a crush yeah, on. Yeah, every guy went in a mustache, living. But in all seriousness, 
this movie is weird because it's set in that weird era where it's not the 70s, but it's not the 80s, but it has both in it. Yeah. Yeah, no, this is that transition time from the early 80s, from the seven, late 70s to the early 80s. So you have the uh, high water shorts, but you have like the heavy metal 70s rock band shirts, you know? <laughs> yeah, and you have the guys looking like bears. Yeah. Yes, I'm using that term. <laughs> There's now, that, I'm going to kill you, one. bitch, <laughs> look. See, now, it, this, like, if they brought a girl in like this who lost her family, I'm sure the staff would have been notified to treat her differently. Like, this is the most unprofessional staff I've ever fucking seen, where they're literally abusing the camper. <laughs> right after I'm done working out again. You could tell he was working Isn't out. Funny His veins are all he popping. Has bigger tits. Here's another thing yeah. I'm getting in trouble for. Oh, never mind. I'm not getting in trouble with this line in the fucking scene. Yeah. What's worth saying that she he has bigger titties than her or what <laughs> Judy says? That's a tough one, ain't it? Yeah, right. You're a a fucking a carpenter's dream. Yeah. Yeah, it's an old joke. And look who's calling someone flat as a board. Please. (laughs) I don't know. Judy's got a, you know, top. I don't know. Yeah, she got a top on her fucking shirt. She ain't got no boobies. And then talking about someone. I'm not looking at that. (laughs) I like how there's a lover boy uh, poster on the fucking shower. That's 80s. <laughs> That's because everybody's working for the weekend. Everybody needs a second <laughs> chance, man. <laughs> this dream. Ford needs a screw. What the fuck? Oh. <laughs> There's what, number, fuck, fuck number, what, 12 there? <laughs> well, that screw, not fuck, but that was one hell of a bitch slap, though. Yeah. Like how none oh, of these counselors got fucking fired. Bit, here comes my favorite line of the whole movie. Which was cut out in the uh, Anchor Bay. Uh, which is, this is the the other Anchor Bay edit that made no sense. No, it's in there. It's the, my favorite part. Yours maybe, but not um, Wrinkled Old Dick. That's cut out of the Anchor Bay one. Yeah, but that ain't the funny part. Yeah. Pricks! Motherfuckers! A lot of dick grabbing in this movie, I know. He's saying all this. Oh my god, what is he? Fuck! See, I set that up like that Ricky could be the killer. I'll kill you. Right here. Right after here. This is my favorite line. (laughs) 
could take an Araya. <laughs> Combat shock. Combat rock. Pink Floyd, the wall. That puts it at about 80, 83. Isn't that when Combat Rock came out? 82. 1982. Yeah, 82. This this was filmed in 82. Yeah. This was filmed in 82. Yeah. Yes, what every movie needs is to see a guy taking a shit. (laughs) This this movie definitely has some of the most creative kills, too. Hey, I'd have a movie with a 10-minute montage of a guy taking a shit. <laughs> I'd have him do like a I'm not talking about German Scheitzer videos. Yeah, no, I, I'm not talking about your German Scheitzer videos there. Scheitzer <laughs> <laughs> This is like one of this is another classic kill. This movie just filled with creativity, like creative How ass kills, like B. The killer not get stung. Well, you see, he has a long ass stick. <laughs> he has the bees on a long ass stick, and he dumps it in there. Yeah, but bees are assholes. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not talking about I look, are these regular me. bumblebees or yellow jackets? I got to see these. Hold oh, on. No. I forgot what kind of bee. And this was cut was out until the Anchor Bay. Uh... Yeah. Because this is, well, all the kills in this movie are nasty as shit. Yeah. <laughs> Little motherfuckers trying to put me out of business. I don't know if I was there as a kid, I'd be getting the fuck out. Yeah, no, they they should have. Like if this was real life, they would have closed the camp down, send all the kids home, had investigators in there, but he's trying to hide it, and kids are dying left and right. So yeah, that's the y'all's thing. Yeah. We're going to open the beaches. <laughs> the beaches will be open on the 4th of July. And he can shoot. Setting up the whole going to go get Ricky. <laughs> In the original script, uh, he beats Ricky to death. Oh, really? That I didn't know. Wow. 
Yeah. Oh, this is funny. I, I like when he comes out. I thought you were the killer. Like, but you're the one killing everyone, girl. Yeah. <laughs> or it could be your cousin Ricky. So like it, this was filmed so they could have a red herring for the movie and the trailer. Yeah. Which I think yeah. is kind of brilliant. Oh, yeah. No, it totally works. Like, they were definitely on their A game when they made this. And they did the promotion. <laughs> See that? Yeah, they were all the lies to keep the kids, uh, you know, happy. Keep them from knowing what's going on. No, it's more like a guy would say anything to get some booty. <laughs> but there's a killer out tonight. No, yeah. you know, there ain't no killer. What's so now, My heart this on. I know about the script. <laughs> In the original script, he's supposed to get her and open her blouse and, like, feel her up. And they actually said, well, since I'm a boy, I'm not going to have any breasts. So why the fuck would he open my blouse? And the director's like, you know what? You're right. We can't have him open your blouse. <laughs> Plus, she was 13, so you can't have, like, a topless girl, you know, 13-year-old in the movie. <laughs> hey, this is a scene that I always fucked with me. It's like, I don't, I never understood the importance of her dad being gay, which is show her father and his lover in bed. Okay. I never, like, like. Explanation. This guy's touching me, and I like it. But my dad touched another man, and he liked it. Yeah, I don't know. I think it's... No, I never really, understood it fully, it. like just, the whole... He's, and then they cut to, to this, logic. which she's is... Trying, she don't understand it either. She's trying to explain it to herself. Yeah. A guy's touching yeah. me, and I like it. And my dad, you know... Da, 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 da. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it, we're, we're we're seeing a boy here who's forced to be a girl, who's with a boy. Yeah, I mean, and her father is gay, so it's that I never understood is like why they put that in there. I get the whole she's forced to be a boy and doesn't understand what she's doing, like when she really is attracted to girls. If because and this is what I was trying to make my point with transgenderism. It's like if a if a boy if if someone's born with male genitalia but they're transgender and they want to be a woman, scientists and you can it's in the medical journal, scientists have found the chemical makeup is different in transgender women than it is in men. They're born with a penis, but the chemicals in the brain scream woman. They're woman in their heads. So their biology doesn't match their chemicals, which is why I don't see this as a put down towards transgender women, because it really explains the whole nature versus nurture. It's like Angela is born a boy. Yeah, and there's another is a way boy. to look at it if you take my uh, version of it. He's gay. Well, I mean. And he's cool with it. He's nah, already had that. Let me finish. He's already had that talk in his head that you just said. And he decided, well, I'm going to go with it. No, that's not what what I was saying is, Angela's born a boy. The chemical makeup of the... Hold on, you got to let me finish. The chemical makeup of the brain 
is a boy. The uh, biology is a boy. So being forced to be a woman actually shows that when the chemical makeup of the brain is a woman, it doesn't matter if she has a penis or not. The chemical says, I'm a girl, so you're a girl. The chemical in Angela's brain says, I'm a boy, which is why there's such confliction with being with a boy. Because the chemical makeup of of Angela's brain is a boy. uh, Yeah. Well, how does that explain why her cousin's wearing his fucking pockets on the outside of his pants? (laughs) No, those are on white strips because they're playing that game. To grab the uh, oh, white okay. strips out, out of the yeah, it's not his pocket. I, I remember when I first saw this, I saw that and I was like, oh shit, why is his pockets out? I don't remember that from the eighties. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's the, the uh, strips that you got to grab so they can lose. But yeah. Oh, here comes another. Version, like a, there's only one reason <laughs> my version wouldn't work. They're both too young. If they were 15 or 16, then it would fit like a pair of uh, the shorts that mm-hmm. grizzly bears wearing. <laughs> so here's another edit that makes no sense. L- listen, listen. Right? <laughs> Same to you. For some reason, Anchor Bay cut that. That's cut out of the Anchor Bay disc. Her response of same to you is not in the Anchor Bay. Mm. Like I said, there's all kinds of edits that make no fucking sense whatsoever. <laughs> like, okay, oh, oh well, we can have, yeah. you know, genitalia, but we can't, sh- we can't have her say same to you. <laughs> it's funny, but I always love the 80s bird. Yeah. Casual. Yeah, that, that- well, that quick, <laughs> fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> it's literally throwing the bird. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I still I do the bird. Meta <laughs> <too>. <laughs> fuck you. Fuck you. Uh. Hey, I remember I watched this with a friend of mine. Fuck all of you. And I remember he goes, Angelo, you mean like Angelo? <laughs> I was like, oh man, that's fucked up. Yeah, yeah the word we use is, where's your kitties? <laughs> it's like covered in flies. I can't help but look at the flies that are like all over this film. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, there he is in the background, making out, uh, working out. <laughs> Why is he wearing a full shirt? Look at Mel's face. Me, like, there's so much hatred in him. He so wants to hurt Ricky right here. Yeah, but that's fucking with me, man. He's wearing a whole shirt. He's not supposed yeah. to be wearing a whole shirt, man. <laughs> That was definitely 79 to 83, that whole muscle shirt with the bottom part of the belly cut off. Oh, yeah, no. They actually had to um, stop that in my high school 
because everybody was wearing like little like cut off shirts and they were like, nope, no more <laughs> dress code. So here's where you see Mel starting to slip. Like he grabs Ricky, but he was, um, they said they had a hard time with this scene because Ricky had the whole back with trying to pull away because Mel was already dying of cancer. The actor. Yeah, Which is sad because I I think he died. Yeah, I and it's so sad because he passed away not too long after this. Yeah, can you imagine how much of a bitch that had to have to pull away from him without pulling away? Yeah. Is a great one. You're a real peckerhead, Meg. <laughs> so word you haven't heard. That's a term I haven't heard in a while, peckerhead. Yeah. So a lot of people always said, like, why did the little kid get killed? Right there. Because as they're walking by, they're throwing dirt and sand at them. So a lot of people are like, oh, I don't get why they killed a bunch of little kids. Because that's coming up later in the film, is all these little kids get hacked up with an axe. And it's like, well, well that's why, because they were going fucking the southern way. And you know what that is? What? Fuck them, that's why. <laughs> Fuck them, that's why. <laughs> <laughs> Little bastard. <laughs> hey, look, George Lucas, all the way there to the left. <laughs> I'm amazed there's not one guy in this whole movie that doesn't have a Burt Reynolds mustache or is working on a Burt Reynolds mustache. Oh, the cop who, the infamous fake mustache that's coming up? Is that what you're talking Uh about? That's the director himself. No, I'm not the director. That was um, uh, on the cop earlier. Oh, the cop. No, no, no. That's not that's not the director. Oh. Yeah, that's not the director. But they but the director talked about how they hired him to do that cop scene and he had a mustache. And then, then when they went to do the pickups later, which is the scene where he walks out of the cabin after Meg is killed, it, he had shaved off his mustache for another role. So he was like, Fuck someone go out and find a mustache. So all they could find was a joke store mustache. Because they didn't have um, a fake mustache right around. Oh, yeah, because he knows he's about to get nookie. How how old is that girl, May? What is she supposed to be, like 18? Yeah, Yeah, she's like 17, 18. He's like 75. And and she's going to fuck him. (laughs) Like, why is this, like, 17-year-old about to have sex with a 75-year-old? It's so gross. That's grosser to me than the... Because she, she knows, knows what? If she don't fuck him, they're gonna get, she's going to get fired and Meg's going to get kicked the fuck out. <laughs> this is, I think, one of my favorite kills, though. Yeah, but it's the most Because this just looks like it movie. hurts. It's the sound effects that sells it. Yeah. Because they actually cut through a piece of metal. And that was the showers that were there. 
at this camp were metal showers. Oh. Oh. Yeah, you hear it. I mean, it's just the thought of the knife going hitting the um, spinal cord, you know? <laughs> I just, ow. Yeah. I like how, At like, he washes the or... Yeah. Yeah, but the blood's still yeah. on. <laughs> cleanliness is next to godliness. <laughs> This is the worst staff in history for uh, a camp. I'm going to go have sex with a 75-year-old, even though I'm 17. And Mel's just like, I'm going to get laid. <laughs> it's like so gross. <laughs> there is the setup hey, for the act. Hey, we're at that age, and we'd have the same look on our faces if a girl around 20 or so decided that, I'm going to give you some booty. Nah, not we me. We have the male look. <laughs> nah, Jeez, not I'm me. Follow, follow. I'm not into younglings. <laughs> I said 20, man. You ain't that fucking old. Right, You're looking at 20 like, oh, God, that's jail bait. <laughs> She's fucking 20, man. Jesus. <laughs> I there he is trying to like be all sad. <laughs> yeah, I like she ain't old motherfucker. She ain't old because I ain't that fucking old. <laughs> <laughs> Man, don't homeboy realize he screwed up? Ugh. Only in the early eighties <laughs> would you be, a man would be able to wear a pink shirt like that. Yeah, right. <laughs> Here he is trying to beg for her back. All sad. Now, I want to know, like, okay, so she's kill. Apparently, she's killing all these people. I I guess right here she decides she's going to kill him. And this one has to be her brother. Her cousin. Yeah. You know why? Well, see, you don't know because why? No, there is a reason why. There's no logistical way he can fucking kill <laughs> Angel can fucking kill him and get back in that short of a tear period. <laughs> right. Yeah, see, that sets up the two-killer uh, theory. Well, like, because there's, like, like how's Angela well, going to get out the here? Fact that they, uh, they are like, oh, shit, we fucked up. Yes, there's two killers. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, I kind of like that theory better if there's two killers, but. Yeah. But if they're going to go with just Angela doing the killing like and Ricky didn't know. That, yeah. I just like the idea that they fucked up. <laughs> yeah. Now, like I said, the so most this, irresponsible so camp counselor. We either got one of the greatest theories ever, or we got one of the greatest cover-ups ever. Cover-ups? Timeline and a half. Yeah. So they, uh... <laughs> Enjoy cocaine. 
I want to go to this summer camp. They actually tore this camp down, which is sad. This camp doesn't exist anymore. It closed down. They tore down all the cabins, including the rec hall. I would have saved that board. I think it was already closed by the time that they had toy cocaine. (laughs) I think this camp was already closed by the time they filmed the movie there. Yeah, I think so, too. Oh no no it wasn't closed down because that's right in the um in the documentary they talked about how they had to wait till um the uh middle of September before they could start shooting because the camp but it was in the waning days of the camp I think it was about to close but they had to wait till September yeah. before they could start shooting and he said it was so cold like it's supposed to be summer and they're wearing summer clothes but they said they were freezing because it's like October. <laughs> Here's Mel really to get his jailbait. Ours was the last generation to uh, go to summer camp. Yeah. They still have summer. I think there's still summer camps, but it's more, it's extremely structured, I think, now. Like, everyone's so, uh, like, it's safer than safe. You're not running around like a fucking, like, Lord of the Flies, you know, <laughs> like a bunch of kids on an island together. <laughs> I know, wasn't those cold? <laughs> Ooh, that's Fucking that's in the an woods, angry look. doing drugs. Yeah, he could have totally stayed and got laid, you know? <laughs> you know what one thing they needed right here in this scene that they didn't have? What? Oh, yeah. <laughs> or would that have been a little too uh, sick? Yeah, probably. <laughs> hey, Lisa was here. That's my sister. Hi, Lisa. Yeah. So I always love this makeup. Why the way they made her so look like her. Damn long to fall. Yeah. <laughs> he did. Okay. <sighs> That that's cut out. So again, another weird cut. He did it, and they cut the line out to get back at me. For some reason, that's not in the Anchor Bay um uh, DVD. To get back at me. Why that's cut real out? Change. I don't know. <laughs> that's a real change. So me. Real change. Yeah. Cut. Yeah. A lot of the footage that's missing in here is missing because of a real change. Real change. Yeah, you're probably right. And this scene, <laughs> I think this scene is more is as known as the ending. There he is. Look, that's clearly that's the, Ricky in a wig. What's funny is if you watch the media VHS, you're watching it the way you're supposed to. Which means when Ricky walks in, it's so dark that you can't tell it's Ricky. Yeah. But since it's uh, Blu-ray and they cleaned it up, you can see Ricky's face clearly. But he's wearing a wig, which is funny. (laughs) Oh, He said that was an awkward punch because he's left-handed. And he he kept missing her, like, very far because he couldn't punch (laughs) right-handed. 
Yeah, so this scene is just as infamous as the end. This made every woman scream out in terror. <laughs> and the fact that he opens it, too, before he inserts. Dun, 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 dun. Oh, you hear the sizzling. <laughs> yeah. Intense. Bad joke alert. Bad joke alert. Hmm. Smell like somebody frying fish. Ugh. (laughs) Not like how he just throws her behind the bed. Now, do you think she's dead from that? Do you think she's dead from that? From a curling iron going up her cooch? I don't know, but she might wish she was. (laughs) <laughs> so yeah, this is the well, most irresponsible camp counselor. Let me leave a bunch of kids alone in the was. woods. Yeah. One day I gotta do a review on just vomits from different films. Cause like his vomit was just so bad. <laughs> you could tell it was just like oh he spit out oatmeal. Yeah. <laughs> if you're watching this with us, his this is like ah, dinner was the setup. Go ahead. No, I'm just saying this is the setup to the chain of events that lead to the most awesome ending to a horror film ever. Bunch of candy bars for dinner. <laughs> that reminds me of like my diet. <laughs> Oh, I'm hungry. Let me get this Ooh. candy bar. I like the way Mel grabs him here. Like he does his like finger wrap around his face <laughs> or his neck. Yeah. Yeah. I really wanted the script to so beat him to death. Yeah. Yeah. You were saying that he was supposed to be dead, Ricky. Yeah. Oh, a little fun fact. Ricky, he's from my hometown here in Maplewood, New Jersey. He got discovered here doing um, doing a, a commercial for um, oh, what's that um, Pepsi. He was he was um at his at the high school, Columbia High School, which is right up the road from me. He did an audition for Pep for a Pepsi commercial, and that's how he got discovered. So. Yeah, Ricky, he's from my hometown here <laughs> in Maplewood, New Jersey. Little fact I'm proud of and I brag about. For for years, me and my friends used to joke about, well, he's old. They just they could have, they just really killed him. Because, <laughs> oh, I mean, it's a great effect. Like. <laughs> Yeah, the arrow through the head. It's a great effect. For years, we were just like, we didn't know how they did it. So my friends and I just used to joke, oh, they, he was old anyway. Just kill him. <laughs> I think they did a backwards arrow. Um. Well, no, how they did it was it's a spring-loaded. 
So the arrow that shoots out yeah. the back is on a spring that pops up, and the arrow on the front is on um, a string that rolls into the neck. Oh, okay. Yeah, and it, and when it hits, then it, the back. So in other words, it took a couple takes for them to get it right, you know. And here comes when the movie gets its final and biggest gut punch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the most you infamous ending to any like on teenage horror. Tape and didn't rewind this two or three times. Oh yeah, shit. if you rented this. Yeah, if you rented this movie and you got to the end, it always started glitching up about here. <laughs> yeah. I mean, first time you watched it, how many times did you rewind that ending just to make sure that you've seen what you've seen? A couple, yeah, no, definitely. And, and and then when you watch it with your friends, you're rewinding it and watching it over and over. That was... What was and more I'm, fun, the first time that we've seen it or the second time when you got to see the look on your friend's face go, Woo-hoo! Yeah, there is with the Groucho Marx uh, fake mustache that they had to glue to his face because yeah. he had shaved it off. No, this is the second mustache where they painted it on. <laughs> see? So you said he's dead, right? <laughs> yeah, so. in the original script, he was dead. All right. Wonder why they kept him alive. Twelve-year-old boy. <laughs> some I mean, they just killed a group grow. of kids that were like eight and nine. <laughs> I know. And, yeah, like like seven or eight. Yeah. <laughs> Here it is, the Groucho Marx mask. Uh, must add. I the love fake. the look. See, it's painted on. Did you just see that? No, no, it's a, flat, it's, a it's a joke mustache. That's not paint. That you can know, see. Watch when you turn. See it. The joke mask. Sometimes they just painted it on. Yeah. It depends on when they could get him. I love you guys the out here. Reaction. Yeah. Holy shit. She's a girl. <laughs> Angel is a boy. <laughs> Just the way he said it. This, the, Yeah, this is, right here is when the tape usually started glitching up from people rewinding it going, what the oh, fuck did I just see? Did you not, did you uh, on the Blu-ray look in the back corner so you get to see the drunken college guy? That played yeah. Angela in this scene. <laughs> what they yeah. did was they That's had this drunken college so, guy in an Angela mask. Yeah, which was made out of dental acrylic because they couldn't make it out of latex or it would have, like, folded and collapsed and not looked natural. So they made it, a, like, potato chip thin dental acrylic pink mask and took a college boy that, that got drunk and he shaved his body down so he would stand there and do that. So right you here. You tell on the VHS. Yeah. See, this right here is where I say Aunt Martha's the true villain of this film. She took this young boy who just Martha's left his family. Fucking, Aunt Martha's just fucking batshit crazy. And turned this little boy, Peter, into a girl. Forced him into a role that he's not. 
so she removed his Peter and made him an angel. Angel. Yeah. Won't you, Peter? Ugh. That's a great head. <laughs> yeah, it's a dental acrylic mask. You That's her. That's the real uh, Clarissa Rose. And there he is. That's a drunk college student standing there with an Angela mask. And his dick hanging out. Like I said, you couldn't couldn't see it on the VHS, could you? Yeah, no. Yeah, you barely saw anything. You you might have seen like a blur. Yeah, what it is is there's a guy in the background that we just told about. He's under a tarp. And he's taking Mm. his clothes off and putting the mask on. And until the commentary, I didn't notice it. And after the commentary, you can't not notice it. I always love this song. I know, um, what is it? Death Waltz Records put this song, song out on a single. They not include, this is the one extra they didn't include from the Anchor Bay DVD that pisses me off. What's that? This song. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, here it is in the end credits. Listen to the song. And for any uh, any fans of the band CKY, Can't Kill Yourself, Angela's face right here is the album of their is the cover of their demo album because CKY, the band, was big fans of this film. So their first demo that came out years ago was Angela's face, which is like a damn near impossible to find now. Yeah, the first time I watched it, it was with a female friend of the family, and I'm the one who screamed oh. more than she did during that last scene. <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah. Yeah, no, you, you don't see that coming, and they set it up so well. Oh, Which, I don't know, like, is anybody new watching female. this movie, like kids? Because I know our generation saw it. I don't know if there's, like, you know, Gen Z or millennials that are watching this, though. Yeah, but the problem is, is that Gen Z have read us, then watch it, write about it. Mm. Yeah. So. So they know everything. Yeah. Like, you got it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but the biggest, well, like I said, Kevin Smith oh had the God, best one. Oh, I saw the girl with a grip and cock. Yeah, and you can't go to any of the fan sites without them really going into detail about this fucking ending. Yeah. So, in a way, I'm glad you're fans of this movie, but for everyone who hadn't seen this before the Blu-ray because it was so hard to fucking find for many, many years, you're an asshole. Yeah, no, you're right. (laughs) I mean, you're you're definitely right. Like, this was better back in the VHS days when you discovered it on video. When you're going through the store going, eh, let me get Texas Chainsaw Massacre, let me get Halloween. No, oh, what's the sleepaway camp? Hey, let me rent it. Let me let me just check it out. And then you bring it home, you're like, holy fuck. <laughs> oh, this was definitely a, a movie that... beautiful fucking cover. Dear mother, yeah. I've, been, I've been gone to sleepaway camp for two weeks. And I'm getting very scared. Scared, yeah. <laughs> it's just beautiful. 
But, yeah, our generation, when we dissect the movie, we run the freaking endings. Ugh. The greatest ending ever to a horror film. And this is definitely one of my favorite horror films. This is this is in my top three of slashers. Mm. So, yeah. I've probably watched this movie as many times as I've seen any other film. It's in my, I, like I said, at least two or three times a month I've watched this. So I'll probably watch it again next week. You know, just to watch it. Yeah. Well, this is and the there first we go. time I've got it since the DVD. I got it for yeah. my birthday because it was cheap. It's fine. It yeah, no, came I... down from like 30 bucks to 15 and I'm like, the cheap bastard of me went, do it, do it, do it. <laughs> Well, I bought it immediately when I... sounds like Jean-Claude Van Damme. <laughs> no, I saw... When I saw Shout Factory put it out, I bought it when it came out because I read the review saying it's uncut. And I was like, I need that right fucking now. So I, I, I got it when it came out because I, I, I had my Anchor Bay DVD. I watched it all the time, but it always bothered me that it was cut. Because every time it came to those those oddly cut scenes, I was like, man, fuck you. <laughs> and then when it came out uncut, I'm like, yes. You know? And it's actually, I'm thinking about getting a second copy just to keep one wrapped up, <laughs> just in case something happens to this one. Because <laughs> I'm such a huge fan yeah. of it. But yeah, but I've yeah, watched this I with mean... everyone I know. I sat down. And matter of fact, yeah. um, I have a friend of mine, two friends of mine, James and Mike, when I first started hanging with them, they were asking about, like, movie suggestions. And this is back in the VHS. So I made a mixed VHS tape of films I liked, and I gave it to them to watch it. And I put Sleepaway Camp on it. And the next time I saw them, they were like, fuck you, Fred. (laughs) Fuck you. (laughs) Because they said they got so traumatized when that ending came up. So, yeah, Mike, if you're listening to this, because I know he does listen sometimes to our podcast, yeah, this one's for you, man. <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> and this is another one where there's not much blood in it, but God damn, is it fucking violent. <laughs> yeah. Well, the, the death scenes in this are so fucking creative. Like, it's like, and that's different than other, other slash films, they just stab, hacked. You know, killed, gutted. This one, you know, beehives. Yeah, the slash scene, but it's through a shower wall down the spine. You know, a curling iron up the cooch. Like, and I mean, the ending, she obviously ripped his fucking head off or cut it off. But they didn't show it, but it's so disturbing when the head goes rolling across the fucking ground, you know? Yeah, no, they got creative as fuck. What's what's some of the other kill scenes? The the drowning, but the snake coming out of the mouth, like you know, it's really disturbing. (laughs) It's it's not as bloody, but the deaths are great. Yeah, fuck you, Mel, you wrinkled old prick. (laughs) Rest in peace. Oh, thinking of our hero, you, Mel. Yeah, my kill. Yeah, rest in peace, Mike Kellen. Isn't that how you feel every morning when you go into work? (laughs) Yeah. 
Yeah. Fuck you, Dave. <laughs> nah, I, I like my supervisors, so. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I don't I don't mean that. Sorry, Dave. But there's just some films, even though it's brutal, you can just watch it for fun. Yeah. Oh, this is definitely a fun movie. Like, you know what it is? It brings out the, the kid in you again, because that's exactly how kids act back in the day at summer camps. You're yeah. cursing up a storm, trying to get as much trim as you possibly can. You know, guys and girls, you know, girls included, they were trying to get as late as much as possible. You know, you, you, it was profane. It yeah. was um, like the graffiti on the wall, cocaine, drugs. You know, when you look at the commentary at summer camps, they talked about how they would sneak out to the lo- local town um, liquor store to buy beer, you know? <laughs> yeah. And, and sneak it back into camp to get drunk. weird. Why the fuck would 12, 13-year-old little kids in 1982 have G.G. Allen? <laughs> yeah, G.G. wasn't even around then, though. So I, I I don't think that was Gigi Allen. Yeah, he was. <laughs> I gotta look he at was, that again. Uh, what was that band? What was that band that he was in? Oh, um, Murder Dog. Fuck. No, Murder Murder. The, murder that, that was later. Um, no, Murder Dog is a different band. That's a heavy metal band. Um. Yeah, but he oh, was God in a damn. band back then. Yeah, no. I'm trying to think of the name. I thought that was like late '80s though. That was like '88, '89. No. He I'd have to look into it. Yeah. But still, I know he was in the Jabbers. Yeah, just thinking of some You're not thinking of the Jabbers, are you? Yeah. Oh, okay. You're thinking of the Jabbers then. He was in the Jabbers. But still, um, how hilarious did... is it thinking of some 13 year old kids besides you? <laughs> <laughs> 1983. Listen to Tiki fucking Allen, man. <laughs> yeah right. <laughs> yeah, I gotta I gotta do some research on that one. <laughs> but I love how it's written all over that cabin. Cocaine. <laughs> Enjoy cocaine. Yeah. yeah. Through cocaine. <laughs> and, cocaine. And you know that's cocaine real graffiti rock. because that was a real camp, and you saw a lot of the graffiti was like seventy five, nineteen seventy nine. You know, it's like you know initials and then the year. Well, so yeah, it's all like the graffiti said, through the seventies of that crew. camp. No, that wasn't the um, crew that did that. That's um, that was original graffiti that's on those walls. When they went into, well, shoot, they didn't change anything. Because that was in the anchor bay. They said that uh, the the crew parties after the kids had gone back in town to the hotel was like some fucked up twenty four hour orgy. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. At the at the hotel, yeah. Yeah, the kids yeah, no, they were, were going at the hotel. Wild, kids. The crew stayed back at the camp when we the camp. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and they were just like partying their ass off. Yeah, yeah. Um, I know uh, Florissa Rose said a couple times she tried to get involved with those, and they would kick her out. They're like, "Nah, you're two, you're thirteen. Get out of here. You don't, you don't need to be a part of this." Because <laughs> they were yeah. doing drugs and fucking, and yeah. Yeah, you know that crew. A lot of well, a lot of that crew, they came off of the shoot a creep show. When they got done rapping creep show, a lot of that crew went right to doing because it's all on the East Coast. So they were they were here on the East Coast. So a lot of that crew rapped on creep show, and went right to creep right to our sleepaway camp. 
you know, I'm talking about grits and, you know, stuff like that. Like that crew. Yeah. Not like Tom yeah, Savini or anybody like that. that. Sleepaway Camp was one of the most fun times they ever had on a shoot. And they yeah. couldn't say a word about what happened. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. Yeah, matter of fact, um, a lot of them oh, didn't yeah. even know the ending until it came out. Like, they, they in well, interviews, they were like, yeah, I went to see the movie. They're like, oh, oh yeah, God, yeah, the party, yeah. Party. But as far as, like, the secrets of the what film, it was all tight-lipped. Yeah. <laughs> you do on set after it's over. Uh, we can't yeah. talk about that. <laughs> uh, you know, we, we just slept. <laughs> yeah, we yeah, no, the, did things that we don't want you to know about. Yeah, they said the film said um, parties are infamous. Yeah, like uh, Kevin Bacon said the parties on the Friday the 13th set were wild, too. Yeah, I think that's most Hollywood or, like, low-budget films. Like, they just fucking lose their minds in between takes, you know, after nights of shooting. Yeah. I mean, I did one little independent thing, and it wasn't like that. Oh, yeah, that was the early 80s when cocaine was, like, ever, like cocaine was just, like, falling out of people's pockets left and right. You know, it's like, yeah, matter of fact, I just recently watched the, the animated film Heavy Metal, and the big scene is, like, two aliens laying out, you know, a big, huge garbage bag full of cocaine and sniffing oh, it. Oh, <laughs> that's uh, Eugene Levy and uh, uh, another guy from Joe Flaherty. Yeah. Yeah. So the '80s was infamous with cocaine. <laughs> yeah. God, Enjoy cocaine. So yeah. <laughs> but anyway, Sleepaway Camp, one of my top favorite all-time films, and it's a lot deeper than most people give it credit for because there's so much going on. It's not just a simple hack and slash film. There's a lot of dark introspection on. You know what the psyche of Angela, like what's going on in her oh, in, God, in his head. Yeah. You know, you can't like what look kind of up trauma. Queer, you can't, yeah. You can't look up queer film theory without seeing Sleepaway, Sleepaway Camp. Can't talk yeah, about. yeah. You know, and it makes a great argument for nature versus nurture. You know. So, yeah, you're born a boy, and your chemical makeup of your brain is a boy, you're a boy. If your chemical makeup is a girl and you have a penis, guess what? You're a girl. That's how it works. If you don't believe me, look up Frederick Gory Adams on Facebook. I'll argue with with it, with it you there because I've read the uh, medical journals on it, and that's how it works. So being anti-trans, fuck you. They're women. You can go fuck yourself. Nature isn't perfect. That's how it works. That's my statement. I stand yeah. by it. <laughs> you can't be anti-trans. You're you're an idiot if you are. You're a hateful fucking bigot if you are. Sorry. Yeah. I'm still, I'm still reeling I'm over my thirty. I'm pro-trans just because, uh, like I really talked about and it. Just look up any stories of the trans hookers from the dudes back in the day. <laughs> oh God, those are so fucking wonderful. But um. Yeah, I'm still reeling for my 30 day ban on Facebook. Is, uh, this one guy was on the dude trying to pick him up a uh, hooker, and then he found out that the hooker was a trans, and he said, yeah, 
freaking, you fucking faggot. And then the next oh, thing you know, That's four horrible. trans hookers were dragging him out of the car and just doing a dance on his ass. Ugh. God damn. Well, good. He deserves it. Like, fuck you, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. yeah, no, I hate that it when they're like, oh, they're men. No, no, no. High heel tap like, dance oh. on his ass. Yeah, there you go. High heel tap dance. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, to the guy who got me banned from Facebook for 30 days for defending trans rights, I hope you fucking rot in hell if there is a hell. <laughs> go fuck yourself. Yeah. And I hope you're listening yeah. to this. Welcome back. Fred, we missed you here. <laughs> Thank you. The I'm going to be back. Us to fuck up our plans. Fuck you. <laughs> yeah. Fuck your mother. <laughs> fuck your fucking girl, whoever you're dating. Fuck your children <laughs> if you got them. Fuck your dog. And fuck the motherfuckers <laughs> who live next door to you. <sighs> Well, I mean, here, here's a little insight on the guy. He's in the middle of a divorce. So okay, you know he's sorry, just a miserable cocksucker. I'm apologizing yeah, he's to the, the dog. Yeah, sorry to the dog, yeah. Well, fuck you, got yeah. me bad. <laughs> Religious nutter. Anyway, Sleepboy Camp, if you haven't seen it and you listen to this, sorry we spoiled it. But before you listen to this, you definitely need to watch that movie. And watch it without us, too. I mean, it's just worth focusing on the film because there's just so much going on. It's a complex film. It's yeah, more complex than to get credit. For Halloween and you haven't seen it, watch it. Yeah, definitely. It, it, it's, it's, a, it's one of those, like, standalone slasher films that's straight away from the pack of the normal slasher setup. Yes, it's Which is what's so great about it. Because the two <laughs> shitty sequels don't exist. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the screen. And yes, I know, one, right? Rebecca Henry McHenry, you're going to come after me and hit me upside the head with a ball bat. I'll deal with that. <laughs> oh, she's a big fan of Sleepaway Camp, too, and I know that she hears that she won't come after me with a ball bat. <laughs> You know, I only see Sleepwake the sequels like once. I don't remember them. I know Pamela Springsteen's in one of them. I don't know which one. Yeah, I think it's part two. Water. Okay. Yeah, see, I have no idea. I, I, Like I said, that was back in the VHS days. I rented them, watched them. They were kind of dismissible to me, the sequels. So, yeah. I think, didn't they do and, a, a sequel, uh, though, with the original class, uh, uh, cast? Yeah, they've been like four sequels. <laughs> There've been two oh, okay. and three with Angela Springsteen, uh, three and four with Felicia Rose in it. Oh, okay. Okay. No, four and five with Felicia Rose in it. My bad. I gotta check out four and five. Shit, I missed those because I heard rumors that they made them, but I never looked them up. I gotta look them up. I mean, I watch with Felicia yeah. Rose. I'll, I'll watch anything with the. Reoccurring cast, you know. I'll check those out. Yeah. But yeah, the other ones were just like because I remember the box cover one where it's like, here's a I guess yeah. it's supposed to be Angela with a backpack with a machete, a hockey mask, you know, totally playing on yeah. the Friday Thirteenth, uh, you know, theme and it's just yeah, like yeah, the opening eh, looks like that Angela kills uh, Freddie and Jason. 
Oh, really? See, I don't even remember that. Yeah, I don't think That's I'll revisit one. that. <laughs> I don't think I'll be revisiting that one anytime soon. <laughs> I mean, maybe someone could change my mind if that listens to this. Maybe they could, like, inbox me or something and be like, no, you got to watch it. But yeah. that one seems really dismissible to <laughs> me. Yeah, they'll be like, yeah. you better watch that movie or we'll say you like Baldy. Yeah. <laughs> <Aww>. <laughs> He disturbs me, that character. <laughs> a yeah. fucking pedophile. But like I said, everyone in this film that dies, you don't feel bad for yeah. them. It's like they deserved it. <laughs> because, And that's the other theme of this uh, film it's just that mess, always stands like out. Said, it messes me up, but they're just cool with it. Yeah, like, yeah, I know. Everyone else oh, is like, oh, that's just pedophile. you. That's <laughs> <laughs> oh, just Artie. <laughs> He's touching little girls again. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, that naughty boy. What the hell? And coming up yeah. is, well, before Halloween, hopefully I can get it recorded. I know that I'm going to have the live reading show recorded. Uh, Wait, what was that? Next Wednesday, me and Nate are going to be doing the NUF. Halloween special. Ooh, okay. It's a... I'll listen to that one. Yeah, it's a found footage film, but it's if you like, it's like if you found a videotape from the 80s with all the shitty video quality, all of the commercials and all that. <laughs> nice. That sounds great. That sounds really fun. Yeah, and um, November is probably the next time we're going to be doing the show, and we are, well, of course, we know what we're going to be doing. We just don't know which one we're going to do, because <laughs> November is the first one of these this year. That's kind of fucked up. There's usually two of these in a the year, aren't they? I don't know. I have no clue. Probably the 13th, I mean. Yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, I'm... I haven't looked. I'm I'm like way out of everything. <laughs> Between but my yeah, job and everything, we'll I'm I'm lucky I'm awake right now. And of course, we'll be recording a bad movie to watch. You have something horrible to watch on Thanksgiving. <laughs> What's and that on Thanksgiving that, you're gonna watch? What? No, I was asking, what are you going to watch on Thanksgiving? You kind of faded out oh, there. Oh, man, you are going to be, I'll be usually got three films. I got one set up, and that's me and you are going to be doing lots recording Blood Lake with the great slasher line. Don't kill me. I'm just a gardener. Good enough for me. <laughs> I still don't own that, though. I got to get it. You can get it on YouTube. It's public domain. No, I have to own it because um, I don't have enough data on my phone. I, I get, I'll get 20 minutes in the phone oh, okay. and I'll run out of data. Yeah, oh, I, I, that's why I buy this. It, it, you have a when shitty I phone seen plan. it to <laughs> Horror Fest last year, man, the whole theater was just fucking hooting and laughing at the whole film. Like I said, there's a yeah, 10 minute still, scene to them playing quarters. I still haven't seen it, so. <laughs> <laughs> and a 20 minute uh, water skiing scene. 
They did that in the Friday 13 remake, too. <laughs> 20 minute water skiing scene. Yeah, it said this is literally. <laughs> a 20 minute water skiing scene to feel time. Jesus. Oh, I guess you need and filler why sometimes. Why the killer did it is one of the greatest reasons of all time. Oh, her his. Her parents bought the land, bought his house from him, but they forgot to pay him. Jesus. <laughs> yeah, like I said, it's going to be all new to me. I'm going to have to get it and watch it if it's available. <laughs> what kind of how what kind of fucking shit is that? I will buy your car for you, but I'm just going to forget to pay you. <laughs> Oh, and boy. with that, good night, everybody. And happy Halloween <laughs> month. There is always more to come. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'll try not to get banned from Facebook again. Hello? Hello? 